Hello, everybody. It's Dave Neal, stand-up comic and host of Bachelor Nation News. We have a lot to get into today. We're going to discuss the breaking news that Hannah Brown is engaged to Adam Woolard. That just happened moments ago. Plus, Lace Morris is pregnant, and there's a gender reveal for Amanda Stanton's baby. So we've got all of that Bachelor news in one place, plus some other entertainment news. Lots to catch you up on on this August 28th, 2023. Let's get into it. It's Bachelor Rush Hour. All right, where do we start? Let's just dive into all the announcements. But you can't miss a day in our world, I'll tell you that much. Amanda Stanton says it's a girl. That's right, does a gender reveal. And she's having a daughter. Congratulations to Amanda. And then Lace Morris with a surprise announcement. Our most announcement surprises. She posts this on Instagram. Baby has entered the chat. What a beautiful surprise. Baby Nelson due in March. Baby coming soon. Lots of babies in the Bachelor world. And uh, no baby here, but we've got a big breaking news announcement to share. Ladies and gentlemen, winner of Dancing with the Stars, Miss Alabama herself from the uh, gold medal winning Special Forces. She's Bachelorette Queen, ruler of the dynasty. Hannah Brown is engaged. Lots of congratulations from everybody and their mothers. On the comment section, she said, so happy. I love our steady love. And when actually we recorded this story here, as it turns out, she meets Adam on a dating app just a couple months after she said she's going to be getting back into the dating world after her engagement to Jed Wyatt uh, didn't strike a chord uh, to use. Is that a a good uh, guitar reference there? All right. Couldn't find the G spot. Come on, folks. The G string. That's what um, you you get the point. All right. Uh, So, and by the way, Caitlin Bristow wished her a a nice, uh, or at least hit the like button. I don't know if she left any comments there, Uh, but everybody in Bachelor Nation's commenting. It's not a surprise that she's engaged. They've dated for several years and people expected it to happen, but still good for her. Yes, you guys know, I've got a full video breaking it down on YouTube. I met Hannah and Adam in the fall of 2021 when they were dating for just under a year. And I got to tell you, he's a nice guy. They seem very happy together. They've moved from Southern California back to Nashville. And uh, so good Good on them. All right. So we're also going to get to a story, something that happened over the weekend. Caitlin Bristow thought she should have made it clear what, uh, you know, people were asking about her breakup with Jason Tartik. What are you going to do with the dogs? Are the dogs going to be okay? Well, she addresses that. Here's what she had to say. Two things. One, the dogs. Two, my eyebrows. So here we go. So I go to a couple, two girls in Nashville I really love for brows. I will say that this might be the last that I address things for right now and talk about things um, just because it's not doing me any favors. Uh, But a lot of you are thinking that... Sorry about that. Uh, A lot of you are thinking that the dogs look sad or that I'm... I don't know where you got this impression from, but that I might be taking the dogs away or not allowing um, Jason to see the dogs. I would never do that to anybody. He is the father of the dogs, Uh, but we are splitting the dogs 50-50 and he will get to spend time with the dogs and so will I. So I'm not sure where you guys are getting the impression that I won't let them be with him or whatever it is, Uh, but that is probably the number one thing that we talked about was how we will both always love these dogs and spend time with them. So 
no fret. Um, we both travel a lot anyways. I can, I can assure you that they're, these dogs' happiness is our number one priority. Um, so uh, maybe his post was misleading to you about the dogs or them being sad. Um, I personally don't even let them watch me pack a backpack because I don't want them to get sad. So if they looked sad, um, it was probably confusing for them. But at the same time, um, Jason and I, again, travel so much and we're always on different schedules. So this probably feels kind of normal to them. Um, and we are obsessed with them and shower them with love every day. Okay. Love you all. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. This is the last thing I'm going to say. <laughs> um, because I actually am going to remove myself from my DMs. Uh, if you listen to my podcast, you know we call that shopping for pain. <laughs> um, but I do want to acknowledge all the lovely, lovely human beings who have said kind words. I'm trying to respond to the nice. Uh, so, sorry. Thank you. And... I'm going to stop looking at my DMs for a hot minute. <laughs> yeah, stay out of those DMs. You don't owe anybody anything. If they want to find you, they will. Those DMs can be stressful. The only way I battle the stress of a DM hater is by taking my microdose gummies. And as you know, today's Bachelor Rush Hour podcast is sponsored by Microdose Gummy, an incredible entry-level dose of THC that helps you feel just the right amount of good. Microdosing can curb your anxiety. It can also keep you feeling cool when the haters come after you. And you know my schedule. I've been traveling a bunch. My neck's all thrown out of whack. And what do I do? Oh, I do the Indica strain of the Microdose Gummies. They come in a nice little jar. You know, the thing that people don't mention the most about gummies about these microdose gummies how good they are and because they come in three milligram gummies you don't have to worry like some some places come in 10 milligrams and then if you're doing 10 you gotta like nibble off like what's 3.7 out of 10 you know you're doing fractions and whatnot no they just come in three milligrams you can pop a whole one or take half if it's your first time and uh relax for the rest of the evening to learn more about microdosing thc go to microdose.com and use code rush hour to get free shipping and 30 percent off your first order Links can be found in the show description, but again, that's microdose.com, code rush hour. I wonder if Caitlin is on the old edible game. She really should be if she's not. Caitlin, if you're out there listening, have an edible. It's on me. All right, let's go to this, a new promo. The women from The Golden Bachelor will be released. The names, at least, not the women. They're not being held captive. They will be released. The names will be released on Wednesday. Here's a quick uh, trailer. I'll uh, sort of walk you through what's going on here. It's uh, inserts of women applying lipstick and eyeliner, champagne, wine. The women of the Golden Bachelor. All right, there it is, folks. All right. Series premieres Thursday, September 28th, and the women will be revealed this Wednesday. So, of course, I will be here 
all over it as we prepare for who's going to win, or excuse me, who's going to be on The Golden Bachelor. Uh, it looked like uh, Gary, The Golden Bachelor, is already filming his hometowns. Hey, life moves fast when you're 71, right? You got to get that, uh, you know, got to get to the hometowns real quick. All right. So how about a non-Bachelor story? Let's cleanse the palate with Scooter Braun. As you guys know, Taylor Swift had her big issue with Scooter Braun. He bought the record label that owned all of the rights to her song for like, what, $300 million or something crazy like that. He was the manager for Justin Bieber. But all these stars are now sort of, uh, I don't know, ditching him. Puck.News on Instagram, a uh, pretty good little uh, news company they got there, uh, wrote an article on him. The mass exodus of Scooter Braun's clients from Demi Lovato in Idina Menzel to Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber has triggered 15 years of schadenfreude. Schad schadenfreude? Am I pronouncing that right? Braun has treated so many people so poorly over the years, burned so many bridges, all while using his Svengali-like control over the trade and gossip press to project a boy wonder image, Matt Belloni writes. But what exactly is going on with Scooter? And of course, they get into it. Earlier this month, Ariana Grande was going through a personal crisis amid a separation from her husband and tabloid coverage of her new romantic relationship. Grande's team wanted her longtime manager, Scooter Braun, to fly to New York from a vacation in Europe to help put out the fires. Uh, first of all, this already feels a little bit like a PR slam piece on Scooter Braun. Ariana Grande wanted him to leave his family vacation. You know what I mean? You hear it. You hear these articles all the time about so-and-so wasn't invested in his family. And so here he is saying, no, I'm going to hang out with my family. And she's like, but whatever, you know, and of course the scandal was that Ariana Grande started hooking up with her co-star from the upcoming movie Oz, who had a wife and newborn, or at least a baby. So Ariana Grande, while she might not have been the one cheating, although I think she was also in a marriage. Either way, it was a, we covered the story here. Who can keep up? Uh, Scooter Braun, who has cultivated an A-list client roster by being the guy who can counsel his artist through scandal, despite or possibly because of his own outsized and often shameless public persona, declined to make the trip. That answer took at least one person on Grande's team by surprise. I deserve a vacation, Braun is said to have told them. And then um, Matt Baloney has the inside story on why everyone is dropping manager Scooter Braun. I hate to say I'm siding with Scooter Braun here because I'm absolutely not. But if I'm forced between siding with Scooter Braun or thinking that Ariana Grande is in the right, I personally, after years of witnessing Ariana Grande's divaness, think that Ariana Grande is probably uh, uh, not worth a flight when you're with your family now, but if that means she wants to leave him, she's allowed to either way, interesting things happening over there in the, uh, in that world. All right. Maddie Pruitt posted a new TikTok. We have the full video on YouTube, but I'll just play a quick clip for you guys right after this word from our sponsor. All right. Here's Maddie Pruitt, uh, TikTok. She just posted. Let's have a listen. One of the biggest questions that I got asked when I came off the show was Maddie, how are you able to stand firm in such a high pressure environment? How are you able to stay true to your convictions and to your faith? I, I, I want to be able to do that. How'd you do it? What's the secret? And I always am like, well, of course, you know, the grace of God and the power of the Holy Spirit, but you and I, we have a role to play too. And I go on to talk about how the strength that you see, that you saw in public, was directly connected 
to the decisions I was making in private. Who I was when no one was around was who I was when everyone was watching. And the same goes for you. Who you are when everyone is around is who you're going to be when no one is around. And that's why our private life moments are so important. One of the biggest... There it is. Maddie Pruitt discussing her time on the show and says her face, her faith is what kept her from succumbing to all of the evil forces of the Bachelor producers. And hey, I mean, you can't you can't blame her. You know, the producers actually don't have her back. So um, wonder, you know, you know, she, it was impressive that she made it as far as she did, considering she wasn't really going to play into their mold. All right, non-Bachelor news: Simone Biles wins record eighth U.S. championship. No twisties here. You guys remember in the Olympics, she kind of had to bow out a little bit. Well, she's making a big comeback. I mean, this is a big deal uh, because she's not exactly young as far as gymnasts go, right? They have short, such a short um, uh, lifespan in the professional world. While many assume Simone Biles has her uh, sights set on competing at the 2024 Olympic Games in Paris, she said she is keeping her future plans private. I'd like to keep my goals personal just so that I know what I am aiming for, she said at the competition. I'm trying to move a little bit differently this year than I have in the past, so I think it's working so far, so I'm going to keep it a little bit secretive. Biles faced heavy criticism for backing out of competition at the Tokyo Games, with critics accusing her of bailing on her teammates. Next up for Simone Biles, the World Championships in Belgium later this year. So very great stuff. She's absolutely crushing it. She's 26 years old, so she's the oldest to win... Uh, the championship after a stellar performance throughout the weekend. Yeah, I mean, isn't that crazy to be 26 and you're like, she's the Tom Brady. She's the aging out of gymnastics, you know what I mean? But either way, very happy for her and go Team USA. Now, I'm going to play a clip for you guys from my interview on New Day Northwest in Seattle. I'm going to tease this because if you want to watch the full 10-minute conversation, it is now available on my Patreon. I just posted it. Moments ago, go to patreon.com slash Dave Neal to listen. Here is a quick clip for you. It is me actually sharing with the host, surprising the host with um, photos of you guys. That's right. I asked our community if I could use you for a bit I was going to do on daytime TV. Send me your headshots. Send me your photos. And I'm going to include them in a bit. Here it is. Have a listen. Oh. I do. I don't, right. I don't kill them with quality. It's just, it's just every day I show up. Yes. So there's always, I make, I did it on my honeymoon. My wife, God bless her, <laughs> lets me, we were in Bali and it's midnight uh, in Bali. And I'm just, hey, coming to you live from Indonesia. I mean, look, they're there to, to consume the content. So you got to show up. Wow. Okay. All right. So, hey, have you ever played matchmaker in real life? I'm starting to. You're starting to. Yep. So now that I'm married, I'm off the market. Sorry, ladies. Uh, I know. <laughs> Calm Sorry, down. Trader Joe's. Uh, Sorry, Trader Joe's. I'm, I'm calling my stand-up show the Wingman Tour. So I'm trying to get singles to come to my show okay. because laughter is the best way to, to connect. Okay. Oh, my so gosh. So if you laugh at a joke and make eye contact with another single person after the show, you can talk about it. You can share something in common oh. or whatever. Well, especially because if you meet someone with a similar sense of humor, then you know it's good. You gotta have some, so like if, if maybe somebody else laughs at a joke that you laugh at that no one else laughed at, you're like, <laughs> oh, you and I are amazing. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Terry's gonna appreciate this. I've oh. got all the single ladies that are coming to the show tonight, right here. Oh, why? Oh. Look at that, I got pageant queens, I even have Bruce, he's a guy, but there aren't many guys here. But <laughs> 
Bruce works Bruce in. Bruce does tech stuff. Yeah, he works in tech, so you know he makes a lot of money. Oh, of course he does. So he'll be at the show. We've got all. I mean, we got the giraffe experts, com- di- different uh, oh. age ranges, oh. and um, Jen here is actually married, but we don't like her husband. So she'll be oh. at the show. Okay. So yeah. um, that's gonna be. Yeah, that's gonna be the I new thing. I don't know if we can condone Jen's. <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> journey, but um, we are here for that. How can people see your show? Um, it's going to be at Comedy Hill. Co- uh, Capitol, Capitol Hill. Hill so anyway, yeah, the show is already done, so no need to promote it. But yeah, thank you to everyone who participated in that bit. I'm going to post a few different clips to my Instagram, but to watch the full video, go to patreon.com slash Dave Neal and check that out right over there. Uh, all right. Actually, look at this. Uh, this is going to be a featured story tomorrow, but we just got a hold of this. Johnny Filippo reflects on Victoria and Greg drama one year after Bachelor in Paradise. He says, I've matured so much. Again, this was a late-breaking story, so you guys get it here exclusively on the podcast, Bachelor Rush Hour, but I will have this up first thing in the morning tomorrow on the YouTube channel. Have a listen. Let's do it. You got engaged on Paradise. I did. We know that. Yeah. Um, it didn't last. No. It didn't. No, um, do you think... Do you think getting engaged played a part in any of that? Because there is so much more pressure in the Neil Lane diamond of it all, the yeah. engagement of it all. A lot of couples in paradise that are quote unquote successful yeah. kind of break up on the show and then get back together in real life. I feel yeah. like there's like less pressure. Yeah. Do you think that played a part in it all or no? Do you think it would have had the same fate if you didn't get engaged? Probably the same, in my circumstance, probably the same fate. Um, but yeah, the, the, it is a lot of pressure. It is a lot of pressure. But when you're when you're there, you you are so like in that world, and it doesn't feel like pressure when you're mm-hmm. there. You know, it just feels right. And then it doesn't really like happen until you leave, and you're like, oh, I'm engaged. Oh shit! Like let's figure this out. They got to get their phone number. They got to meet my yeah, parents. Yeah, like I got. That's the. That is so funny. Yeah, we uh we had to write each other's numbers down Crazy. at the hotel. Yeah. And then I got on the plane and I got a text and was like, why haven't you texted me yet, fiance? Oh, God. And I was like, shit, I forgot. I have your phone number. Like, it was, it's just so funny. It's just a different world. It really is. But it's cool. It's like, it's so cool. I enjoyed it. Now, what Victoria is up to, uh, we'll get to that side of the story. We have some updates on her and Greg Rippo right after this quick word from our sponsor. So things just weren't going to work out for Johnny. Let's finish up what he had to say. We were good for a little bit. We were good. Yeah. Until we weren't. Until you weren't. Until you weren't. What was your biggest lesson from everything Paradise on? It's been like a year now. Yeah, it has been. Um, I, I don't. I think I've matured so much. I, this, you grow so much. You really do. And it's not just a show. It's like a big, like a weird therapy session in a way. And you talk about everything in life and what you want and how you how you want to be treated and how you want to treat others. And I don't. It, there's like it's hard to like pick out negatives. Like it, you really do walk away with some good. Oh wow, that's yeah, really positive. At least I did. Yeah. Yeah. Some people may have not, but I did. So no regrets. No, no regrets. No regrets. No regret. Okay, no. that's nice to hear. I feel yeah. like you don't hear that that much. <laughs> no regrets. No regrets whatsoever. Um, <clears throat> overall, obviously, um, Victoria ended up with Greg. It was yeah. it was dramatic. Um, are you surprised they're still together? Hmm. Honestly, no. Like, I, she really liked him, and she still does. You know, she really did, and it took a lot for her to do what, whatever happened, so she seems super happy about it all, and, you know, good. I'm happy she's happy. Was the last time you spoke to either of them that uh, after the final Rose Day? Or not after the final Rose, but after, after Paradise yeah, or whatever reunion, it was called, yeah, Paradise was Reunion? Time, that was the last time me and Victoria spoke. We had a, 
after the reunion, we had talked for a little bit just about everything that went down, and that was it. We kind of went our own ways, and that's really it. All right, there it is, folks. Says he's not surprised they're still together. Of course, not only are they still together, they seem to be thriving. Victoria Fuller and Greg Grippo spent the last week in Italy. That's kind of their sort of place they go. Of course, they were first uh, noted as a, as a couple when they went on what, what they're calling their first date in Rome, and now they go back to the countryside there. So, hey, maybe they'll be getting engaged pretty soon. Who knows? I mean, life moves fast. They've been together for a year. We'll have to see how that all plays out. In other somber news, but news that is not exactly a surprise, 99-year-old Bob Barker over the weekend, longtime host of The Price is Right, an animal rights activist, has passed away. Um, he, uh, of course, is a legend in the hosting world. So. Rest in peace, Bob Barker. And another story I was going to be making today, but because the Hannah Brown story came out, I don't know if you guys care to know how the behind the scenes works, but usually I just get to my desk around 8 a.m. And sometimes I have stories piped in and sometimes I don't. Today I knew I was going to have a Caitlin Bristow story. I knew I'd pull something out with the Maddie Pruitt, but then I was working on this Bachelor in Paradise story. And then of course, as I was get literally getting ready to record, I get sent from a bunch of people. Shout out to our Sally um, in our Patreon here, but I get, I get, um, sent uh, clips when there's a giant breaking news story. And of course, that's the big one for today, the Hannah Brown getting engaged story. So tomorrow we'll roll over the content I was going to do today, which is a Bachelor in Paradise story. Uh, we are one month away from Bachelor in Paradise. A lot of fans are upset that the show isn't airing today. They were like, oh, wouldn't it be perfect if they just started airing Bachelor in Paradise today? And while I agree with that, what's always good for the show isn't what's good for the network. And because we're in a writer strike and we're also in a screen actors strike and we're also in plenty of other strikes going on um, because of all of this uh, I don't expect that they're just going to rush to get content out. They're going to try to make Bachelor in Paradise. I mean, look, they've moved it to Thursday. That's a big deal. It might not be a big deal for Bachelor throwing it on a different air day, but uh, Thursday is a big, you know, remember must-see TV? That's the day, you know, that... They, you know, try to make sure they can get as many eyeballs on their channel. So this is very big, very big. And for all the talk that we've seen about, oh, the show's going away or the ratings are down, just remember, it's a non-union produced show. So far as there's no Screen Actors Guild, there's no Writers Guild. So while all of these other scripted TV shows are down, they will still be shitting out episodes and seasons of The Bachelor. We don't get Brad Pitt. He's on strike. What do we get? Pilot Pete, you know, season seven or whatever. Blake Moynes, part 12. And you know what? We'll take it. Because if you've ever been hungry, you're not surprised at the slop you eat. Late night, you've had a few drinks. You're eating the worst pizza. Why? Because 7-Eleven is the only place open. And Bachelor is the 7-Eleven pizza of the entertainment world. And that's where we're at. I'll be back tomorrow. More content. Keep on sharing us with your friends. We appreciate all the new listeners out there and everyone who's been so supportive. Until next time, I've been Dave Neal, and this was Bachelor Rush Hour. Bachelor Rush Hour.